I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, and fail the service is the worship so let the will of the most high prevail when you do it with all your heart and prosper do it with just a part and fail the service is the worship so let the will of the most high prevail the harvest is plenty the fruits are ripe and drop too many distracted by the rat race to the top. Ah, uh, but I and I optimistic. Said John, don't make no mistake. Confident in all we do and say. Cause I and I try to do it the most highway. When we do it with all our heart and prosper. Just a part and fail The service is the worship So let the will of the Most High prevail When you do it with all your heart and prosper Do it with just a part and fail The service is the worship So let the will of the Most High prevail Some people want destruction of their enemies so that is when they activate Orchestrated visual strategy Motivated by hate The soul is laying wait A generation of vipers Plotting to constrict the flow So I and I must know When to let go And just do it with all your heart and prosper just a part and fail The service is the worship So let the will of the Most High prevail When you do it with all your heart and prosper Do it with just a part and fail The service is the worship So let the will of the Most High prevail All I heart, I prosper Do it with just 
Breeze and lights another candle for the fallen man, and their voices cry a river through the echo of the harmonies. And those who remain standing on the rubble now branded with the scars of battle, candidly developed through the dark room. The images of stark fuel, life under the bell jar. Sylvia ain't know the half of where I hell start with. Shots ring when angels get their wings, and devils on patrol use bodies for targeting shit. We almost make this thing seem rather easy. So cool, why your crew coon for TV? While our grandmothers weeping their graves, their memories deeply in vain. This change ruin and the remedy is steeped in our pain. I sleep when I've lain in the belly of the earth. Until then, I'll keep beating on your brain till I'm hurt. hurt, hurt, hurt. Hoping to trap for the ceiling Impacted the world's weight was too much for my shoulders Like Atlas, I held my fate cause I failed to embrace my blessed healing And building don't seem to be an option no more Every time we lay the mortar, bricks are knocked to the floor So pyramids are still in utero Dreams are now aborted while pro-life is shaming So the ghosts are haunting our thoughts Am I guilty? Of course, I'm straight from the cause When empty pages make me question my choice And I leave the mic alone Leave the baby souls exposed to withstand the fight alone I can't do it, that's something my conscience will not condone So I pledge allegiance to the freedom fighters' blood that won't settle in my bones I do it for every ghetto And better with broken homes And better my flow with every poem that I propose And hope that you get my letters Addressed to the future Come, come, come Die. 
can grieve. The most wanted MC, born of a dying need. I want you all to feel what really inspires me. I hold up the mirror so you're reflected inside of me. I write to give light to these rhymes. It just might be the kind of free a nation. Pass the mic and I'll try to make a thinker out of an idling mind. They say I'm out of my mind and think we can be saved with music. I prove you wrong on my release date. See you on that Tuesday. I'll be with them vibes, slinging hope like them white cakes. Shaking, sleeping gods and hoping that they might wake. With heavy enough bars to rattle on the lightweight. How many times have I confided you should take heed to allow your eyes to widen to the possibilities of freedom through a major melody set to minor keys? Well, here you have it. P.S. from the mighty star C. Joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme 
is the spirit of life and regeneration. The spirit of life and regeneration. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed, starting off in Galatians 3. O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you, that ye should not obey the truth, before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you? This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law, or by hearing of faith. Are ye so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Have ye suffered so many things in vain, if it be yet in vain? He therefore that ministereth to you the Spirit, and worketh miracles among you, do it he by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, And these shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is every one that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident, for the just shall live by faith, and the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be but a man's covenant, yet if it be confirmed, no man disannulleth or addeth thereto. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He saith not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. And this I say, that the covenant that was confirmed before of God in Christ, the law, which was 430 years after, cannot disannul, that it should make the promise of none effect. For if the inheritance be of the law, it is no more of promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Wherefore then serveth the law? It was added because of transgressions, till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was ordained by angels in the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator is not a mediator of one, 
but God is one. Is the law then against the promise of God? God forbid. For if there had been a law given which could have given life, verily righteousness should have been made by the law. But the scripture hath concluded all under sin, that the promise of faith by Jesus Christ might be given to them that believe. But before faith came, we were kept under the law, shut up unto the faith which should afterwards be revealed. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after that faith has come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. Romans 8.2 For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. Romans 8.4 That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. And John 6.63 It is the Spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, the spirit of life and regeneration, blessings and grace.
Someone try and fight me down 
my friend, you might be going through something right now that you might not understand.
Blessings and grace. And I'm back with tonight's theme, the spirit of life and regeneration. We're going to start off with the definition of these words. Spirit is an animating or vital principle held to give life to physical organisms or a supernatural essence, a soul sense, a temper or disposition of mind or outlook, especially when vigorous or animated, the immaterial intelligent or sentient part of a person, the activating or essential principle influencing a person, an inclination, impulse, or tendency of a specific kind, a mood, a special attitude or frame of mind, the feeling, quality, or disposition characterizing something, the spirit of something, a lively or brisk quality in a person's actions, or or just in that person, period. A person having a character or disposition of a specified nature. A mental disposition characterized by firmness or assertiveness. In alchemy, it's the distillate. It's also the prevailing tone or tendency. Enthusiastic loyalty. Spirit to infuse with spirit. To carry off usually secretly or mysteriously. The spirit. And regeneration, the act or process of regenerating, spiritual renewal or revival, renewal or restoration of a body, a bodily part, or a biological system, regenerate, formed or created again, spiritually reborn or converted, restored to a better, higher, more worthy state. To become formed again. To undergo regeneration. Spiritual regeneration. To change radically and for the better. To generate or produce anew. To produce again chemically. Sometimes in a physically changed form. To restore to original strength or properties. An individual who is spiritually reborn, one that is regenerated. In Romans 8, there's a wonderful term, the law of the spirit of life. In this phrase, three things are composed together, law, spirit, and life. The law of the spirit of life is the law of the divine life. By regeneration, we receive the divine life into our spirit. And with this highest life, there is the highest law. This law liberates us from the law of sin and death. The operation of the law of these lives depend on which side the mind takes. The mind can side with the flesh, which has the law of sin in our members, or it can side with the spirit, with the law of divine life in our spirit. There are two sides, and the mind is in the middle. Our experience depends on what side our mind stands with. Romans 8, 6 says, For the mind is set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Three things are mentioned in verse 6. 
The flesh is outside. The spirit is inside. The mind is in the middle, representing the soul. Now the mind can stand with the flesh on the outside or the spirit within. For our mind is to stand with the flesh brings in death. But if our mind stands with the spirit, we will have life and peace. If we are not clear about this, it will be difficult for us to have the real experience that the Most High has set forth for us. There is a flow in the universe, and it's a creative, nurturing, and regenerative flow. In its natural balanced course, it embraces and permeates all of life, allowing the perfect unfolding of the universe in all its excellence. Unfortunately, humankind is very good at destabilizing, blocking, or hindering this universal flow. And when we live an unbalanced life on any level, we fail to maximize this amazing gift from the universe and our health suffers. The law of regeneration speaks to the regrowth after the time of winter, the new leaves that appear after pruning and the reconnection of our hearts when earthly conflicts have intervened to block the natural love that's supposed to flow through. Our spirits need to be regenerated by the spirit of the Most High. Only the Most High can regenerate man's fallen spirit. The Most High administers the new birth, not man. Our cleansing, our, our regeneration comes by His Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the principal agent for our regeneration. Regeneration is proved by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. It is an unseen work that one receives after they trust in the Most High. And then they are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Those who believe the gospel receive the Holy Spirit and are the children of the Most High. They are born of the Spirit. Whosoever believes that Yeshua is the Christ is born of God. The Bible teaches that a man is born of God. Born of God is used exclusively by John to explain the Spirit as the source of our birth. The Spirit as the source of our birth. This description occurs four times in John's epistle. The source is the Holy Spirit who actually gives the new birth and means the word of the Most High. We have been told in scripture to grow up, build up our spirits. When the Most High created Adam, he created him a living being. This Hebrew word has its roots in the being a living breath. When a person dies and takes his last breath, it is his breath that literally leaves his body. That breath is our spirit. The spirit part of us, we do not remember, recall or understand with our intellect. We have been told to build and grow up our spirit man, yet because our spirit man bypasses our minds or realization of what is going on, we need to know how to build this part of our being. Now then, let us study the truth and bring forth the spiritual man. And that spiritual man is first a prophecy of a man. 
You must see the possibility, and that possibility is great, and symbolically is John the Baptist. You are first baptized with the Spirit. That is the first baptism. Then there comes into your consciousness a new impetus towards spiritual things. You see the truth and you say, is it possible for me to attain that? Certainly it is. And you should be aware right there of any doubt of the situation. If you doubt, you will have to have these daily periods of silence and stillness. Silence and stillness. One's meditation is essential. You will have to work out of that doubting mind. And the only way to break down that doubting mind is to get into the mind of the spirit. You have to get into that mind of the spirit with silence. We have to pray. And we have to clean out our system routinely, our spiritual system. We have to find ways to recharge our energy and our spirit. Taking deep breaths. Deep breaths is so important. Energy healers call it aura or the personal energy we carry with us. When you're weighed down by external or internal negativity, your personal energy suffers. So take deep breaths and salt your shower. Salt baths are more than just an indulgent. After a heavy day, if you're really feeling emotional, run a hot bath and put two to three cups of dead sea salt to relax and feel better. Or if you don't have time for a bath, simply take a handful and scrub yourself with it in the shower. And turn your worries into smoke. When you come home feeling down about something that happened, light a candle, grab a piece of paper or a twig, take a deep breath, then exhale and blow all of your stress into that object. Keep blowing until you feel like it's all up and out. Then let the fire consume it. Burning incense, ones that make you feel rejuvenated or ease your mind or make you smile, change the frequency of your surroundings. A sweet savor unto the Most High is established in your presence. Ground yourself, head outside the fresh oxygen, open space. The presence of plants is grounding, energy expanding and connecting. If you can allow your bare feet to touch the grass or dirt for extra energy benefits, you'll absorb negatively charged electrons from the soil, which balance positively charged free radicals that may lead to inflammation. Sweat it out of your system. While fitness gives you a hit of a mood-lifting chemical like endorphins, it also affects you energetically. By working out, you're moving your energy or your chi, your ki around, referring to the concept of the body having a life force or energy flow. Holistic therapies like acupuncture or acupressure also aim to get your ki flowing and clear blockages. But hitting the gym is a great way to promote proper flow on a regular basis. Take a tech break. Another reason to limit tech time. A cell phone is sending out different signals and radiation. It's absolutely taxing to your energy. At night, don't put your phone right by your head. If you can, turn off both your mobile device and wireless internet to give yourself a break 
from the frequencies. Or smudge, sage your house. Or if you're into the charcoal and burn frankincense or myrrh. Circle around your space. Take care of the energy in your space. Saging is the energetic equivalent of opening up your windows and airing out the house energetically. When you light sage, that smoke is cleansing agent that clears your energy field. Create a cozy zen haven. Himalayan salt lamps, like I mentioned last week, lend a soft glow to any room. But that's not all. The salt crystals give off negative ions in a room and really help neutralize heavy energy. The whole point is to remind you, as you step in and out of the spaces within your home, to recenter within yourself as a spirit, reflecting you back inwards always. Ways to restore your energy are to rest when your body says rest. It's important to follow your body's cues when you need to rest rather than pushing yourself beyond what you can handle and then crashing. Cultivate the stillness within you. The stillness. There is incredible healing power in stillness. Prioritize creating quiet spaces in your day when you can simply be still and really allow yourself to feel the stillness around you, letting it soak into your body. And notice that you too, that you also hold a stillness within the core of who you are. Practice whole body breathing. Each day, take time out to breathe consciously. Feel your breath inside your body and notice how far it reaches within you. With each inhalation and exhalation, feel your breath extend further into your body. Then relish that feeling of life within your body. Nourish your body wholeheartedly. Be conscious and heartfelt and how you nourish your body by choosing foods that inherently are good for you. Notice which foods provide a sense of restoration and healing in your body. And if you're unsure, ask your innermost self what your body needs in this moment. Explore gentle and restorative movement. Integrating gentle movement into your day can help you connect more fully with your body and self, like walking, stretching, restorative yoga, and similar activities can be wholly supportive of you regaining energy in your body and life. Explore various types of movement and see what feels right for your body. And have compassion for yourself. We gain energy from love and compassion. Be gentle with yourself when you're exhausted and treat yourself kindly. Be kind in your thoughts and feelings towards yourself as well as in your actions. Feel love and compassion in your heart for yourself and extend that warmth to yourself regularly and stop doing what drains you. You'll instantly feel lighter and more alive when you choose to stop doing what drains you. Be aware of how your body responds to various things, people, places, and experiences in your life. Genuinely consider whether they support and fulfill you or deplete you of your energy. Nurture what inspires you. The feeling of inspiration 
is energizing in itself. Get clear on what truly inspires you by checking for that feeling of energy deep in your body. It may show up as a burning desire or an inner knowledge of your truth. But once you've found it, feed and nurture it through your thoughts, energy, and actions. And be vigilant with your time. Learn to guard your time like the precious gift that it is. Choose wisely in how you spend it, ensuring that you schedule plenty of time and space to care for yourself. Don't be quick to give it away. But when you do, be sure you give it willingly from a place of wholeheartedness and look for deeper meaning. When you can see meaning in your experience of exhaustion or burnout or just anything that's taken energy out of you, out of your spirit, when you find the meaning of that in any of those instances, you will feel lighter. Get curious about the lesson and the challenging times. When you do, you feel a genuine appreciation for your experiences, a renewal, knowing that you'll grow and evolve as a result and be able to contribute more fully to this world as the gift that you are from the Most High. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis, blessings and grace.
My mind's designed to be inclined to detach And write a rhyme to put you on the map Now you know where you at You in the place where the goddess be at The cosmos realign, react Time travel collapse We freak the solid pan to mind the fact Plus who gon' put you on to that Let the song relax Till you confront it with the more abstract Preserve self like an artifact Put your heart in that Remember back when Umi said Let your light shine From a soul state of mind Wanna search to find My higher self had to learn to climb Signs in the words of those old and wise Said each relationship is like a magnifying glass inside Told my beloved please close your eyes I guarantee you see a portrait divine I guarantee you see a portrait If you listening You now attuned to the sun and the moon The universal planetary kaboom Keep it locked in your soul Find yourself Find yourself Find yourself You now attuned to the sun and the moon The universal planetary kaboom Keep it locked in your soul Find yourself Find yourself Find yourself, find yourself. Yo, they say beauty's in the eye of the beholder I say beauty's in the lives of those that behold controller Videos, episodes, covers of older Plastic surgeons trying to meet that monthly quota A culture designed to make us feel less than So we spin to look like the poster The latest guest on Oprah A photoshopped image of posers And even they trying to keep up with the Jonesy To see yourself out of focus Know this, your beauty defies measure in divine essence Your presence, the most high's expression each thought manifests your outer world in a reflection, a blessing, the answer and the question. Stepping on your path, hold fast against outside perceptions. When thoughts look within for directions, uh, close your eyes for a second, your mind for accepting. You now attuned to the sun and the moon, the universal planetary kaboom. Keep it locked in your soul, find yourself, find yourself, find yourself. You now attuned to the sun and the moon, the universal planetary kaboom.
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness. Starting off on Axios.com, White House hires new director of African American Outreach. The White House Office of Public Liaison has hired Nicole Frazier, Senator Cory Gardner's regional director, as the new head of African American Outreach. Three sources familiar with the hire told Axios why it matters. The position has been vacant for a few months and was the top priority for the administration as it ramps up President Trump's re-election efforts, including plans to boost Trump's 2020 support among African Americans, one of the sources said. Amarosa Manigault Newman, who served as the most senior African American staffer in the White House until she was fired in December 2017, had handled African American outreach as part of her job. Henry Childs II took over after her departure, but was hired by the Commerce Department as National Director of the Minority Business Development Agency in September, where he was juggling both responsibilities. Paris Denard, the former White House Director of Black Outreach for President George W. Bush, texted Axios, I'm glad President Trump was able to identify such a capable person in Nicole to serve in OPL for this incredibly important position. It's good. It's a good thing to have another African-American at the table in the White House as our advocate, and I stand ready to help her succeed. Moving forward to womenarehuman.com. MasterCard allows transgender users to put any name they choose on credit and debit cards. MasterCard users who identify as transgender will now be permitted to use any name they wish to on credit and debit cards, even if the cardholder's chosen name differs from the legal name reflected on the birth certificate or driver's licenses. Financial institutions that issue credit or allow customers to open deposit accounts are subjected to heavy regulation by state and federal governments, which have an interest in the prevention of terrorism, money laundering, often used to cover such crimes as drug or human trafficking, market manipulation, and public corruption and tax evasion. Explaining the motivations behind the launch of True Name, MasterCard cited the report of a 2015 United States Transgender Survey, which was conducted by the National Center for Transgender Equality, and found that one-third, 32%, of individuals who have shown IDs with the name or gender that did not match their representation or their presentation reported negative experiences such as being harassed, denied services, or attacked. Raj Shashadri, president of the United States issuers of MasterCard, said, when we were alerted to this, we realized we could do something about it. We're going to be one of those forces for good within our industries, Randall Tucker Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer for MasterCard, for MasterCard, told CNBC, make it, it first starts with their name. That's who they are. That's their identity. So MasterCard allows transgender users to put any name they choose on credit and debit cards. Moving forward on ctpost.com, Kansas to allow trans residents to change their birth certificates. Kansas will allow transgender people to change their birth certificates 
So the documents reflect their gender identities under legal settlement that Democratic Governor Laura Kelly's young administration and LGBTQ rights advocates announced on Monday. The agreement ends a federal lawsuit filed in October by four transgender individuals and the Kansas Statewide Transgender Education Project against officials at the State Department for Health and Environment, which issues birth certificates. U.S. District Judge Daniel Crabtree issued an order Friday to make the agreement binding. The agreement reverses a policy imposed under conservative Republican Governor San Brownback that gave Kansas among the toughest rules in the nation for changing a gender on a birth certificate. Lambda Legal, a national LGBTQ rights group that represented the individuals and the group suing Kansas, said only Ohio and Tennessee have similar policies in place and that they're being challenged in court too. So Kansas to allow trans residents to change their birth certificates. Moving forward to the BBC.com, Mauritania set for first democratic transition of power. Mauritania has been voting in what may result in the first democratic transition of power since the West African country achieved independence in 1960. President Mohamed Aoud Abdel Aziz seized power in a coup in 2008, but has agreed to step down and abide by a two-term limit of office. Votes are now being counted and the result could be known next week. Six candidates are competing for the presidency. Opposition candidates also took part in a move seen as a positive step forward after boycotting several previous polls. The country's electoral commission promised a free and fair election, despite claims by the opposition that it was biased in favor of the governing party. The most critical issue on the campaign trail has been the standard of living, which every candidate has promised to improve. Slavery also remains an issue. This is why I'm reporting on this story tonight, because when I first read that slavery is still an issue in Mauritania, it really just opened up my mind and I had to look further into it. Now, Mauritania became the final country in the world, the final, the final country in the world to formally abolish slavery. Are you ready for this? In 1981, 1981. I went on YouTube and looked up videos on these people and it's like looking at a time machine and the mindset, pray for Mauritania ones. They were the final country in the world to formally abolish slavery and they didn't do it till 1981, 1981. But it continues to this day. It continues. Criminal laws allowing slaveholders to be prosecuted were passed in 2007. So slaveholders weren't able to be prosecuted until 2007. Do you hear me ones? But have yet to be fully and effectively enforced. After Mauritania achieved independence from France in 1960, the country's first president, held power for 18 years before being ousted in a military coup. If Saturday's election ends with no clear winner, a runoff election is due to be held on the 6th of July. 
pray and seen healing and restorative and strengthening and mind clearing and strengthening energy to Mauritania. Moving forward to journal.ie, Europe braces for 40 degree temperatures as forecasters warn of an unprecedented heat wave. Europe is set to feel the heat as sizzling heat wave is expected to bring temperatures as high as 40 degrees Celsius to parts of the continent this week. That's 104 degrees Fahrenheit for those over in America to overstand. Forecasters say a wave of hot air coming from North Africa and Spain will push temperatures up from this weekend before hitting a peak in the middle of the week. In Germany, forecasters are predicting temperatures of 37 degrees, 38 degrees, which is 100, 101 degrees. Greece will be one of the countries most affected by the heat wave. France will see temperatures from 35 to 40 degrees Celsius, which will remain high at night, offering little respite from the heat. The heat wave shows the impact of climate change on the planet and such weather conditions will likely become more frequent, meteorologists have said. Moving forward to NPR.org, new Alabama law permits church to hire its own police force. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey signed into law on Wednesday a measure granting the Briarwood Presbyterian Church the right to set up its own law enforcement agency to cover its sanctuary, seminary, and sprawling school campuses despite criticism that the measure was unconstitutional. So churches are setting up armies once again. A similar measure first proposed four years ago was dropped in 2017 after opponents argue that it grants government power to a religious institution in violation of the Establishment Clause. Church officials say they need their own police force to protect its 4,100 members, 2,000 students, and two campuses in neighboring Jefferson and Shelby counties, especially in light of armed attacks on schools and churches. Critics say that megachurch already has private security and under the new law, it would gain state authority. That could be abused if officers are only answerable to church officials. Randall Marshall, the executive director of the ACLU of Alabama told the Associated Press he expects the law, which goes into effect in the fall, will be challenged in the courts. Other critics say the church, which is a member of the conservative Presbyterian Church in America denomination, has a history of racism and homophobia. Church officials say Alabama state law allows certain educational institutions to appoint and employ one or more suitable persons to act as police officers to keep off intruders and prevent trespass upon institution property, according to a statement made by WBRC in Birmingham. We are grateful to the governor and our elected officials for approving our request to be added to the existing Alabama law, the statement concluded. So a new Alabama law permits churches to hire its own police force. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. A change is gonna come. 
as a moral judge. I think you should keep quiet because with that much blood on America's hands, you have no right to speak. I will speak because I don't have that blood on my hand. Yes, there's corruption there. Yes, there's mismanagement of resources. Yes, there is abuse. There's abuse in every nation on earth, including this one. So let's not play holy.
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with technology, starting off on Reuters.com. Amazon gets the United States patent to use delivery drones for surveillance service. Amazon.com is exploring using drones not just to deliver packages, but also provide surveillance as a service to its customers, according to a patent granted by the United States Patent and trademark office. The delivery drones can be used to record video of consented users' property to gather data that can be analyzed to look out, say for example, a broken window or a fire, or if a garage door was left open during the day, the patent described. According to the patent, the surveillance function of the drone can be limited through geofencing, a technology used to draw a virtual boundary around the property under surveillance. Any image or data that the drone captures outside the geofence would be obscured or removed. Earlier this month, Amazon said it will start drone delivering packages to customers in 30 minutes or less in the coming months. Moving forward on to telegraph.co.uk, computer-generated fake faces on social media appear to be work of spy agencies. Computer-generated fake faces on social media appear to be work of spy agencies. Suspected Russian spies are generating photographs of fake faces with computer programs to gather information on social media, experts believe. An AP investigation had discovered a vast army of phony profiles on the professional networking site LinkedIn. Some of the profile pictures appear to show eerily realistic faces that do not belong to real humans, but were rather generated by a computer. Katie Jones, supposedly a 30-year-old Russia and Eurasia fellow at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington, virtually befriended dozens of pundits at prominent think tanks, as well as a senator's aide and a deputy assistant, Secretary of State. In fact, the center said it knew of no such fellow, and experts who analyzed the profile photograph said it was probably fake. One of those who accepted a friend request from the account was economist Paul Winfrey, a former advisor to Donald Trump who is being considered for a seat on the Federal Reserve. While it's unclear who created the profile, some believe a foreign intelligence agency was to blame. Former CIA officer Kevin Mallory, who was sentenced to 20 years in prison in May for passing secrets to Beijing, was recruited after a Chinese agent contacted him on LinkedIn. While the faces on the Jones account looks natural, closer inspection reveals strange skin textures on the cheeks and ears 
and eyes that were slightly off color. Experts said it looked to have been made by generative adversarial networks, a type of artificial intelligence with dueling computer programs that can generate shockingly good imitations of human faces. United States lawmakers held their first hearing devoted to the threat of artificially generated imagery on Thursday. The British, French, and German governments have warned that thousands of people have been contacted by foreign spies over LinkedIn in recent years. LinkedIn told the Associated Press that it's fighting the problem and has deleted thousands of fake accounts so far this year. Moving forward to Lancaster.ac.uk. Discovery of a holy grail with the invention of universal computer memory. A new type of computer memory which could solve digital technical energy crisis has been invented and patented by Lancaster scientists. The electronic memory device described in research published in scientific reports promises to transform daily life with its ultra low energy consumption. In the home, energy savings from efficient lighting and appliances have been completely wiped out by increased use of computers and gadgets. And by 2025, a tsunami of data is expected to consume a fifth of global electricity. But this new device would immediately reduce peak power consumption in data centers by a fifth. It would allow computers which do not need to boot up and could instantaneously and imperceptibly go into an energy saving sleep mode even in between keystrokes. The device is the realization of the search for a universal memory, which has preoccupied scientists and engineers for decades. Physics professor Manus Hain of Lancaster University said, universal memory, which has robustly stored data that is easily changed and widely considered to be unfeasible or even impossible. But this device demonstrates its contradictory properties. The inventors of the device use quantum mechanics to solve the dilemma of choosing between stable, long-term data storage, and low-energy writing and erasing. The device could replace the $100 billion market for dynamic random access memory, DRAM, which is the working memory of computers, as well as the long-term memory in flash drives. Moving forward onto the WashingtonPost.com, Horns are growing on young people's skulls. Phone use is to blame, research suggests. Mobile technology has transformed the way we live, how we read, work, communicate, shop, and date. But we already know this. What we have not yet grasped is the way that the tiny machines in front of us may be remolding our skeletons, possibly altering not just the behaviors we exhibit, but the bodies we inhabit. New research in biomechanics suggests that young people are developing horn-like spikes at the back of their skulls. Bone spurs caused by the forward tilt of the head, which shifts weight between the spine to the muscles that are on the back of the head, causing bone growth in the connecting tendons and ligaments. The weight transfer that causes the buildup can be compared to the way the skin thickens into a callus as a response from pressure or abrasion. The result is a hook 
or horn-like feature jutting out from the skull just above the neck. The danger is not the bone spur itself, Sayers noted. Rather, the formation is a portent of something nasty going on elsewhere, a sign that the head and neck are not in proper configuration. These formations take a long time to develop, so that means that those individuals who suffer from them probably have been stressing that area since early childhood, Shahar explained. To understand what was driving the effect, they looked to recent developments, circumstances over the past 10 to 20 years, altering how young people hold their bodies. A sort of strain required for bone to infiltrate the tendon pointed him to handheld devices that bring the head forward and down, requiring the use of muscles at the back of the skull to prevent the head from falling to the chest. What happens with technology, Shahar said, people are more sedentary. They put their head forward to look at their devices. That requires the adaptive process to spread the load. That the bone growth develops over a long period of time suggests that sustained improvement in posture can arrest it and prevent its associated effects, the author said. Sayer said the answer is not necessarily swearing off technology. There are less drastic interventions. What we need are coping mechanisms that reflect how important technology has become in our lives, he said. Shahar, in his work as a chiropractor, is pressing people to become as regimented about posture as they become about dental hygiene in, in the 1970s. When personal care came to involve brushing and flossing every day, schools should teach simple posture strategies, he said. Everyone who uses technology during the day should get used to recalibrating their posture at night. As motivation, he suggested reaching a hand around to the lower rear of the skull. Those who have the horn-like feature can probably feel it. So technology is transforming man physically. And horns are growing on young people's skulls. And phone use is to blame. And moving forward to TheVerge.com, Philips Hue Company announces lights that beam data at 250 MBPs. Signify, the company formerly known as Philips Lighting that produces Hue branded smart lights has announced a new range of internet transmitting, internet transmitting Li-Fi lights called True Li-Fi. Li-Fi, internet transmitting they're capable of transmitting data to devices like laptops at speeds of up to 150 Mbps using light waves rather than the radio signal used by 4G or Wi-Fi. The product range will consist of both new lights as well as transceivers that can be retrofitted into existing lighting. The technology can also be used to wirelessly connect two fixed points with data speeds of up to 250 Mbps. Signify, a leading lighting provider, is initially targeting professional markets like office buildings and hospitals rather than homes, where it has the potential to reach a much wider audience. Li-Fi technology has been around for years. We even tried a working prototype from Oleticom back at CES 2018, but so far it's failed to take off. Most internet-connected devices like laptops and smartphones need an external adapter to receive data over Li-Fi, and even the signal can be blocked when the receiver is in shadow. 
Signify says you'll need to plug a USB accessory key into a laptop to receive a Li-Fi signal from its true Li-Fi products. In the right circumstances, however, Li-Fi's use of light rather than radio signals to transmit data has its advantages. For example, it can be used in areas where there might be a lot of radio frequency interference or in places like hospitals where radio frequency could interfere with sensitive machines. While Li-Fi signals can be easily blocked, this disadvantage can be a boon to security applications since you have a lot more control over where the network spreads. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace.
Take me outside, sit in the green garden. Nobody out there, but it's okay now. Bathing the sunlight, don't mind if rain falls. Take me outside, sit in the green garden. of a butterfly high as a treetop down again putting my bag down taking my shoes off walking the carpet a green velvet Blessings and grace, and I'm back with Herbnology, and I'll be talking about the benefits of gardenia essential oil. Gardenia oil, essential oil, is best for people who are dealing with poor digestion, low sex drive, cough, colds, flu, inflammatory conditions, chronic pain, a weak immune system, anxiety, stress, 
depression, fresh wounds, low milk production, and poor circulation. Gardenia essential oil reduces inflammation. When it comes to symptoms of inflammatory conditions, two very unique compounds in gardenia essential oil help to provide relief. Ginepicide and ginepin, both are anti-inflammatory substances that can help soothe the digestive tract, eliminate aches and pains in the body, reduce arthritis symptoms, and prevent headaches. When diffused, these effects can even be more successful than topical application. It stimulates the sex drive. Traditionally, this oil has been used to stimulate sex drive and boost libido, particularly for men. But it can also be added to perfumes or baths to spice things up for women as well. The connection between the olfactory center and the limbic system, the emotional control center of the brain, is well known and on clear display when it comes to this essential oil. It speeds up wound healing. As a bactericidal substance, gardenia essential oil provides an added level of support to your immune system. In the case of wound, scratch, scrape, bruise, or cut, you should apply a small amount of this diluted essential oil to protect against any infections near the wound. This also helps internally, as this oil can stimulate healing and speed recovery of damaged tissues and blood vessels. It improves the mood. One of the most popular uses of, of gardenia essential oil is aromatherapy, primarily because of its effect on mood, anxiety, and potential symptoms of depression. Adding this to bath or diffusing it through your room can lower stress hormone levels and reduce oxidative stress in the body. It can boost immune system. Antibacterial, antioxidant, and antiviral compounds found in gardenia essential oil can give your skin and internal system an extra layer of protection from pathogens, irritants, and other foreign substances that can cause harm. By bolstering your immune system with gardenia essential oil, you can stimulate the production of white blood cells and neutralize free radical activity. And it also treats respiratory issues. Inhaling this essential oil, either with a face steamer or aromatherapy or all diffuser, can provide an effective and immediate relief from congestion, sore throats, clogged sinuses, and overall respiratory inflammation. The antibacterial qualities can also attack the underlying infection. It increases milk production. While this oil isn't necessarily safe to consume during pregnancy, it can certainly help women after childbirth. Experts have also deemed this oil safe for breastfeeding women, as only a small amount of the active compounds will be passing through the milk. It increases circulation. There are certain stimulant properties of this essential oil that can help boost circulation which in turn delivers more oxygen and nutrients to parts of the body that needs the most. This can increase cognition, prevent fatigue and anemia symptoms, and speed the healing process following injuries, illness, or surgery. This oil is known to stimulate probiotic activity in the gut to enhance digestion and maximize nutrient uptake, while also preventing the spread of certain bacteria and other pathogens in the gut, keeping your stomach functioning at its highest levels. 
If you use an essential oil diffuser, Gardenia essential oil is a very common choice due to its uniquely sweet scent. The antibacterial qualities can cleanse your room or house of airborne pathogens and can also eliminate any odors from animals, smoke, or food. And putting a few drops of Gardenia essential oil into your bath will fill your bathroom with a wonderful aroma and provide a muscle-relaxing, stress-relieving atmosphere for your quiet time. You can add a few drops of this oil to a bowl of boiled water and then inhale the steam for a quick and direct treatment of respiratory infections, congestion, low energy, and fatigue. Gardenia Essential Oil Look to the nature of the Most High, first and foremost, for all of your healing needs. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Hey, it's only a fool learn from your own experience. Experience teach wisdom. So don't confuse experience with knowledge or belief. Live in the moment. Strive to be happy. Joy coming in the morning. Love sustain the soul. You understand? He who starts behind in the race of life must forever remain behind or run faster than the man in front. But remember, the race is not for the swift, but it's who endure to the end.
master. There's no fire like greed, no crime like hatred, no sorrow like separation, no sickness like hunger of heart, and no joy like the joy of freedom. End contentment and trust are your greatest possession, and freedom your greatest joy. Look within, be still, free from fear and attachment. Know the sweet joy of living. Live in the moment. Be happy. Live in the moment.
yo Tryna paint this picture right, but these flashing lights won't leave me to it, no Regulate your mind, better yet it's time, relax, unwind and unblind Your focus and close your eyelids, drive slow For you never know of the places we'll go When we partake in the earth When we partake in the earth When we partake in the earth Clarity Gone for so long that when they 
Open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. Starting off with regeneration, a change in which abundant spiritual life, even eternal life, is incorporated into the body. The transformation that takes place through the bringing of all the forces of mind and body to the support of the Christ ideal. The unification of spirit, soul, and body in spiritual oneness. Regeneration begins its work in the conscious mind and completes it in the subconsciousness. The first step is cleansing or denial in which all error thoughts are renounced. This includes forgiveness for sins committed and a general clearing of the whole consciousness. After the way has been prepared, the second step takes place. This is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And life, that expression of being which manifests as animation, activity, vigor, life, and substance are ideas in divine mind. Life is the acting principle. Substance is the thing acted upon. In the phenomenal world, life is the energy that propels all forms into action. Life is not in itself intelligent. It requires the directive power of an entity that knows where and how to apply its force in order to get the best results. In order to give man a body, having life itself, the Most High had to endow him with a focal life center located in the genitive organs. This center of activity in the organism is also the seat of sensation, which is the most subtle and enticing of all factors that enter into being. But these qualities are necessary to man's character, and without them, he would not be complete representative or image and likeness of the Most High. Life does not emanate from the mind. It is not a psychic or purely mental quality, nor does it spring from the physical. Life is divine, spiritual, and its source is the most high, spirit. The river of life is within man in his spiritual consciousness. He comes into consciousness of the river of life through the quickening of spirit. He can be truly quickened with new life and vitalized in mind and body only by consciously contacting spirit. 
This contact is made through prayer, meditation, and good works. And Shinnamite is Hebrew, a native of Shinnam, a woman whose son was restored to life by Elijah, 2 Kings 4, 8-37. Metaphysically, Shinnamite, the Shinnamite woman whose son was restored to life by Elijah, represents that loving, faithful attitude of mind, which enters and gives substance to the spiritual side of life. The Shinnamite's husband represents the more materialistic side of consciousness, dealing with manifest realm. It has its place in the soul's development, but is apt to give way to weak sympathy when confronted with negative conditions. Unless it is unified with spiritual forces of faith and love, the husband receives the assurance that it shall be well. The child, the sensitive offspring of these two qualities, cannot yet cope with the seeming powers of material conditions. While the reapers, he was overcome by sunstroke. The Shinnamites coming to Elijah has this symbolism. During a trial of faith, when darkness of death seems to have overcome some faculty or activity in consciousness, one must turn to loving trust of the Most High through the center of spirituality. It was necessary for Elijah to go to the Shinnamite woman into the presence of the dead child because intellectual perception is not enough to restore life. The servant Gehazi was sent with Elijah's staff but returned reporting failure. In restoring order and life in any part of the organism, it is necessary first to make union with the spiritual I am, Elisha, then to go in a consciousness of power, faith, love, and life to the place needing attention and there to set up new activity through the positive force engendered and breath forth. Elijah went into the room with the child and shut out mortal sympathy represented by the mother and the servant because in true prayer, all the attention has turned to spirit and one for the time ceases to function in relative qualities. I am in the silence receives the inflow of pure spiritual life and distributes it through the seven life centers. The child sneezes seven times. Thus the natural man's organism is quickened, revitalized and restored to health. Lion. Metaphysically, lion is courage, fearlessness, initiativeness, life. We must have the courage to enter fearlessly into the overcoming life and to the understanding of things. But courage alone will not do. We must have reverence of spiritual things, a devotional attitude, in order to receive spiritual inspiration. The phrase, of the tribe of Judah, bespeaks of this reverential nature and attitude. Yeshua purified his substance and his life and lifted them up until his life became a pure stream of divine life to cleanse us. And quickening. Metaphysically, spiritual quickening and inflow of divine vitality into the body, which follows the affirmation of truth. To quicken is to make alive. The quickening of the spirit in the mortal body makes it eternal and incorruptible, not subject to death and corruption. Spiritual quickening is a waking up of the whole man to the full consciousness of what he is in the sight of the Most High. The sense man is only half awake, going about in a dream and thinking it is real life. 
The word of the Most High is quick, and when it enters into man, he stands upright on his feet, his divine understanding, and he knows and sees himself as he is. He is wide awake, alert, quick, and powerful. But the spirit of him that raised up Yeshua from the dead dwelleth in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall give life also to your mortal bodies through his spirit that dwelleth in you. Romans 8.11 The most high as the moving force in the universe, the spirit. Principle as the breath of all life in all creation, the principle of life, creative intelligence and life. We sometimes discover within ourselves a flow of thought that has been evolved independently of the reasoning process and we are puzzled about its origin and its safety as a guide. In its beginnings, this seemingly strange source of knowledge is turned aside as a daydream. Again, it seems a distant voice, an echo of something we have heard and forgotten. One should give attention to this unusual and usually faint whispering of spirit in man. It is the development in man of a greater capacity to know himself and to understand the purpose of creation. When one concentrates all the faculties on truth ideas, the conscious mind and the superconscious mind blend, and there is a descent of spiritual energies into soul and body. Then the faculties receive new power to express truth, and the body is renewed. And spirit is a name for God metaphysically. Spirit and mind are synonymous. Therefore, we know the God spirit as mind, the one mind or intelligence of the universe. And so, metaphysically, the scriptures give spirit, soul, and body as constituting all of man. Spirit is I am, the same in character as divine mind, or the most high. Soul is man's consciousness, that which he has apprehended or developed out of spirit, also the impressions that he has received from the outer world. Soul is both conscious and subconscious. Body is the form of expression of both spirit and soul. In its invisible forces, it expresses spirit. And in its seeming materiality, it pitches the limitations of soul. When man puts out of consciousness all limitations and realizes the perfection of spirit, his body will be perfect. In other words, the salvation of the soul results in the redemption or the spiritualization of the body. And Samuel is Hebrew for name of God, sublimity of God, heard of God, instructed of God, God hath heard, a prophet and judge of Israel, the last one before Israel began to have kings to rule over it, 1 Samuel 1.20-10.25. Metaphysically, Samuel is spiritual discernment that in man which has conscious contact with the Most High and learns of the Most High. The boy Samuel represents the inner voice through whose expression we come into a larger realization of ourselves. Samuel signifies judgment. He judged Israel 40 years. He was brought forth in direct answer to prayer and his mother dedicated him to the Lord even before he was born in the flesh. Samuel represents both judgment and inner voice. He is the wisdom and the judgment that come often as a small, still voice at the heart center. It is deep within the stillness of the silence that our ears first become attuned to the rhythmic motions of spirit. 
that we are first enabled to catch the sound of the inner voice. Man makes connection with the Most High by building up a consciousness of divine ideas. This is accomplished through thought, prayer, meditation, and realization. Receptivity to spirit and obedience, fearlessness, and candor are essentials to the inviting of communion with the inner voice. Hannah, mother of Samuel, earnestly petitioned the Most High for a son. She made regular trips to the temple, where she made known her desire. She listened attentively for inner leadings, which showed her just what to do that she might comply with the law and have her prayers answered. And Abraham, Hebrew for father of a multitude, Abram, son of Terah of Ur of the Chaldees, the father of the Hebrew nation, Genesis 11:27 to 31 and 17:5. Metaphysically, Abraham, the power of the mind to reproduce its ideas in unlimited expression, the ability of the mind to make substance out of ideas called faith. When told by Jehovah that he was henceforth to be Abraham, Abram was told also that he was to be the father of a multitude. This means that one is to express faith by bringing the faith of the Most High into the multitude of manifested thoughts and acts. The first step in spiritual development is the awakening of faith. We must have faith in the reality of power of the realms invisible. Abraham, inspired by the Lord, went forth into another country where his progeny or manifestations increased tremendously. Through faithful obedience to the inner urge of spirit, we gradually develop communication with the supermind. Then in various ways, we receive the assurance that we are guided by spirit. The early growth of faith is not deeply rooted. Abraham lived in a tent, which illustrates that faith has not yet become an abiding quality of the consciousness. Through certain experiences and movements of the mind, faith takes a firmer hold. It establishes the firmament mentioned in the first chapter of Genesis. In Matthew 3.9, Abraham represents a certain phase of consciousness and the development of Adam man, who was formed out of the dust of the ground. God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. What we want is a baptism of the mind that will free us from all the limitations of the Adam man and open our eyes to the Yeshua state, which is the new Jerusalem environment now forming in the heavens about all of us. We're gonna take a music moment Blessings and grace. Traveling through the grains of time. I feel the strain of time. It's stopping me. It's telling me to wait on me. Bridge is about to break because of all my weight, of all the wasted, of all my wasted time. Subjecting myself to everything that's on my mind. Spirit says be free, but my emotions need a place to speak. I'm healing relationship breaks between my own body and mind. 
like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music, Fritzwa, Like My Art, Adrian Young, Dynamite, Sucker Punch Re-Edit, Dynasty, Fly With Me, Glenn Underground, Mental Black Resurrection, F-Soul, Ascend, Charm Taylor, Mother of Nine, The Highness Collective, Pearl, Marla Brown featuring Muta Baraka, Words of Wisdom, Laura Mavula, Green Garden, Afro Killers, Third Place, Etsia, Jaw Will Provide, Remix, All Cows Eat Grass, Daydream, Pasture Sessions, Katronic, Holy, Let's Not Play, Hempress Sativa, Revolution, Afro Warriors, DJ Miraja, Nuvacal Soleil, Spheres of Fortune, Funk Nova, Got to Believe, Blake Wright, Made, Tough Like Iron, Almighty One, The Whitefield Brothers featuring Bachka, Earthology, Cyrock, Grow, Jai Nine, Prosper. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground, build, give. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all. Look, somebody asked me what it's like to be a dream pusher I told her, come here baby, let me share this thing with you Because it's bigger than me, it's a lifestyle I can't leave, I feel it when I eat and sleep And when I breathe, I feel it in the atmosphere Can't nobody come and tell me it ain't magic here What happened here? Love for the music, love for the people I need to connect that's equal to the greatest son that you could ever think of And I ain't even gotta be the illness that you speak of When I'm close, that means that I'm doper than most and roll with it But I'm real dope Cause I'm authentic Yeah, no translation needed for the feeding Still worthy of everybody repeating that's raw Always give a little more than what they ask for If you don't do it for the love, that's war So if you wanna fly, come take a ride with your girl D.Y. Cause I'm heading to the sky trying to get right Yeah, trying to get right Yeah, said so if you wanna fly, come take a ride with your girl D.Y. Cause I'm heading to the sky trying to get right Trying to get right Look, I said it feels so good to leave the thing that you gotta do To do the thing you was born to do You know it when you feel it cause it keep calling you The other thing keep boring you So let it go man It's time to walk your path and make your own plan God's child can't bend down after no man Unless I'm picking him up cause I got big dreams Corporate responsibility ain't fitting me I called my sister up, she said leak D I called my baby up, he said leak D I used to think that the sky was the limit Till I took off and wrote rhymes in it Cause if 500 people in a piece of metal Could fly across the ocean That's a whole nother level of belief They did that so I can be free to be anywhere with you So the least I can do is So if you wanna fly Come take a ride with your girl D.Y. Cause I'm heading to the sky trying to get right Yeah, trying to get right Yeah, said if you wanna fly Come take a ride with your girl D-Bot Cause I'm heading to the sky trying to get right Yeah, trying to get right Don't let nobody tell you what you can't do You're only 
Oh, my God.